Welcome to Grown Ups Are Lucky. Every week a new 250 word item of consumption, perhaps fulfilling the latest culinary craze. Only then to sit in your pantry so long you can't remember why you bought those sun-dried tomatoes. Until now, when you'll throw that shit on some ramen and feel like a genius. This week's episode is titled Stock, and takes place in a distant and forgotten time. We talked about avocados for way too long. I was thinking he'd never ask me about myself or even brag about himself. Jacob said he read it was trendy for people to smear them on toasts, perhaps for diet reasons. That was the best he had to offer as far as flirtatious conversation. I said I had to go stock the bulk items, and he looked sad. I gave him a smile, but he was bad with signals. I was starting to rethink my crush. I knew it was more about boredom on the job than any real romantic alignment. Once I did see Jacob help a child locate her mother, and that got me. I've also seen him change his shirt. He has a tattoo of a koala bear. It kind of worked. A man came into the store with a shaved head and fake fur coat in a fluorescent color. He seemed like he was advertising that he didn't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus, but I don't feel the need to advertise. I'm not trying to end the world. Tony, our manager, is gross. You are tastier than those dried mangoes I can't stop munching. He should lose his job. I looked at the skinhead anarchist suspiciously so that Tony would look at him suspiciously and then leave me alone. The anarchist wanted a certain type of tempe. Tony kept looking at his big fur coat for shoplifting lumps. In the end, Jacob located the tempe. Thanks for listening. When I was in college, or maybe just afterward, I sometimes grazed the bulk sections of grocery stores, sampling snacks as if I would pay for them, acting deliberative for anybody observing me, as I discreetly threw food items into my mouth. I'd like to say that if there were an Academy Award for a performance in the faux consideration of bulk nuts and chocolate-covered pretzels, I would have won, except that my renditions were too heavy-handed. I overused my brow to suggest earnest contemplation. An innocent person would just throw it in their mouth. But I was not innocent. I was stealing, which I justified because I was earning something hovering above minimum wage and skimming a little of the bulk food wasn't going to bankrupt this major grocery store chain. It was the Safeway on Market and 16th in San Francisco. And in my mind, it wasn't fair that nobody had offered me a better paying job given my dazzling intelligence. So brilliant that I regularly saved close to a dollar on the pine nuts I ate from the bag before the bag was weighed at the register. Of course, by paying for the remaining pine nuts, I was spending at a much higher rate than if I had begun the theft with a bag of less delicious pumpkin seeds. Sometimes you have to spend more to steal more. But I think, in addition, I was also stealing because I was angry, because of the dizzying experience of buying food that speaks to you through all of the packages that make so many wildly delicious claims. 
as well as that piped-in music that made me whistle along to the shadows of songs I hated, and simultaneously wanting to consume things while being highly suspicious of nutritional values and hidden carcinogens, and knowing that with one wrong turn I might become a shallow breathing slave to anything with real cheese flavoring. If you told our ancestors who are now famous for inventing the paleo diet that hunting and gathering would involve reading fine print and overcoming an onslaught of fine-tuned marketing schemes, if you told them that it would sometimes take every ounce of will in your possession to not purchase a new beverage, not because you were thirsty, but because the designer really nailed it on that typeface and color palette, the ancestors wouldn't believe you, nor should they. If they were smart, which they were, because they invented the paleo diet, they would just club you over the head and then use you as bait to attract a more delicious animal to eat. Because you were talking too much. And your running shoes looked haunted. Anyway, thanks for listening. Obviously, none of this matters, and none of it will be true again. Because all of the economic and infrastructural scaffolding is coming down. Or was just a trick done with several mirrors and a photo of old scaffolding that doesn't exist anymore. What we say is, hang in there, which is a completely meaningless thing to say, since it's not like you have a choice. In other news, a reader recently left a comment on the website. She said, waiting for the newest story. And to that we say, thanks for waiting. Here it is, or here it was, the story about people working in a grocery store that was so outdated it didn't mention face masks. Hopefully, the wait was worth it. To reach out to the author, check out his website, thejasonporter.com. Goodbye. Reproduction of all stories is strictly prohibited without express permission from the author. Bye.